position your income and budget so that if any one income source goes away today, you would not have to change your lifestyle tomorrow. Welcome, everybody, to The Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Chris Harder Show's Another Money Monday here where we absolutely believe that both prosperity and generosity can and must coexist. All right, so today we're going to be talking lifestyle versus financial situation. And we're going to be talking about it from the standpoint of really being intimate and, and using Lori and I as an example to help guide you and help you realize that the lifestyle that you want, no matter how incredible it may be, really is possible without some life-changing events like selling a massive company or getting a giant windfall or something like that. And really, it's based on the fact that I've been getting this same question a lot lately. People have been asking in one way or another, hey, how do you afford to pay for your pretty awesome looking lifestyle if you've cut back on so many of your, your past programs and services that you offered? Now, this is a pretty intimate question to ask someone, right? But it's been people who felt comfortable enough to ask or it's come up while we've been working on something together. For example, it came up recently when we were working with one of our elite mastermind members on how much revenue they were making, what their financial plan was, and we were going through his finances. Another one, it came up at dinner with a dear friend who was just looking for advice. Like, you know, dang it, when do I get to live this way or that way? And really had to dissect, like, here's the timeline and, and, and here's how you get there. So the questions, albeit a bit personal, have really come from great moments. Now, here's the problem. Most people, they don't have that intimate relationship with us or with anyone who's kind of gone where they want to go. And so I thought to myself, what a great teaching opportunity. Like, what a really good teaching and learning opportunity for everybody to, to hear the answer to this. You know, the answer to how do you live a great lifestyle and when do you live it and all that stuff, it's an answer that's not only just a good teaching opportunity, but also one that can help inspire you, you the listener right now. It can inspire you that it's within grasp by debunking that idea that you need to build a big $100 million company and sell it or, you know, that you need to have a, a win a lottery or have a life-changing, you know, event or earn $10 million a year or anything like that. So I'll get a little bit personal. I'll do my best not to get too detailed and too personal, but enough where I can really help to answer this question for you and, and give you those tools so that you can see yourself getting there as well. And those of you that are, are, are not caught up, you know, here's, here's a quick Cliff Notes version. If you're just new to the show, for the past couple of years, I think we've been getting this question, but over the past couple of years, it's because Lori and I, have both individually shut down 
large multiple seven-figure revenue sources in order to build our dreams, right? Lori's building her beverage company and that's coming out right away this summer. And and I'm building this peer-to-peer lending app that's going to change personal banking forever. Like we're going to change personal banking forever with this thing. And to do that, you got to create the space. You got to create the room. Like I've had to get rid of so many things that I enjoy doing, so many services that we used to offer. And in getting rid of those things, you know, we've gotten rid of multiple seven figures worth of of revenue and income. So then that makes people who are in our life and, and are close to us and see the life, it makes them say, wait a second, how is it that you are living this lifestyle right now, but you cut all these things back? And so I'm going to start with the punchline, but then we're going to unpack it a little bit. The punchline is this. Lori and I don't live on earned income anymore. And that's the goal, guys. We don't live on earned income anymore. We live on the crop that came from the seeds that we planted years ago. For example, we have well over six figures per month in passive and investment income that comes in from many, many past efforts. So all these different areas where investment income is coming in and and passive income is coming in, those are all crops that come from from years of planting seeds, years of investing, years of creating things that are passive. And that covers the lifestyle. And remember my rule of thumb, position your income and budget so that if any one income source goes away today, you would not have to change your lifestyle tomorrow. And when you take the time to plant the seeds and do it the right way and and grow this great crop that just keeps growing and growing and growing, you know, picture a crop that comes up every quarter, every year. Well, then you can accomplish that. You can accomplish that positioning that you want where if any one income source goes away, you wouldn't have to change your lifestyle tomorrow. And that's what we've done using passive and investment income. So that when we do the, the few products and services that we have left, right? Like I've got the Elite Mastermind and that's about it. And uh, Lori's got her podcast income and, and that's about it. It goes into the category of extra income, not needed income. And that extra income from those products, those are seeds that we're planting. So then you get to sustain the crop and grow the crop for the future. Now, the fact that we're not maximizing our income opportunities the past couple of years while we build our legacy companies, we have become more mindful of big ticket spending. We're earning less, so we got to spend less. Now, I understand there's scales to everything. So you might look at that and say, wait, that's ridiculous. You bought a lake house a couple of years ago. You did this, you did that. Got to remember everything's relative. But there's things, if we're just really being honest, there's things that we really want that we are holding off on, just like you need to do when you really want something, you're holding off on it. There's things that we really want that we're holding off on until we get into position to comfortably get them and stay within this rule so that we're not living off of or buying things with earned income, but instead we're doing it with the investment income and passive incomes that we've created. Now, the problem is this. Here's why you're confused. Here's why you feel defeated. Here's why you're like, dang it, what's going on? I'm working harder than anybody else and I'm not getting ahead. A lot of that stems from this one problem, and that is we as a society, we've been misled. We as a society, we've been taught the wrong things. We as a society, and and the problem with the way most of us have been brought up is that we were trained to work really hard, create a big income, and then that's your lifestyle. We were trained 
to ask, hey, uh, what kind of lifestyle could I live if I had this job? What kind of lifestyle could I live if we earned X today? Right? If I earn X today, I can live this way. But that's the wrong question. But it's been ingrained in us. So that partially, it's not your fault until you, until someone like me comes along and tells you. Asking yourself, what kind of life can we live today if we were earn X today? That's the wrong question. The right question is what kind of life can we live tomorrow if we earn as many seeds as we can today and plant them for tomorrow? Let me repeat that. The right question you got to be asking yourself is what kind of life could we live tomorrow if today we earn and plant as many seeds as possible? Now, if you're new to the show or, or just to you know, kind of catch you up, like I said earlier, a couple minutes ago, I want to remind you or let you know for the first time that Lori and I had to start over completely financially from below zero in 2009, right? I was in banking, the banking crisis happened and we were living beyond our means. We were doing all the wrong things. We were living by the first question. Remember the first question that is wrong is, hey, if I got this job, if I earned X dollars today, what kind of lifestyle could I live today? And that's what we were doing. We were doing it wrong and we paid the price. Had to start from below zero in 2009. That's when I set out to say, dang it, I got to learn a different way because I never want to go through this again. And that was when these rules of thumb started to develop. When I said, wait a second, the people who did not get hurt by this recession, how are they living? What are they doing with their money? It's for the rule of thumb of make sure that you position your budget and position your earning power so that if any one of your income sources went away today, you wouldn't have to change your lifestyle tomorrow, right? Those, that's one of the rules that came out of that crisis in 2009. Now, again, I don't want to overshare, but there's a real opportunity to teach you the power of the long game. And there's a real opportunity to teach you the power of consistency. And there's a real opportunity to teach you the power of just do better than you did last year and it'll work out. So I'm going to share one piece of personal info with you. Since we started over financially, 2009, 2010, I'd say since 2010, we've made around $50 million dollars, five zero, around $50 million since that time. Now, to some of you, that might sound like a ton. Others of you may not sound like a lot. But it didn't come from one huge year. It didn't come from one big event. It didn't come from selling a company. It didn't come from any one particular windfall. It came from learning how to earn more year after year and not settling for staying the same. It came from saying, this year, if we earned X, next year, we've got to set our goal at Y and figure out how to get there. And building that habit out of that. Not settling for living the same year with the same income as we did last year. Learning how to call your shot, set your goals, and work backwards from there. When you earn a large cumulative sum over time, consistently, instead of relying on a big windfall event, two things happen. Number one, you reach a point where it's hard not to have extra money piling up when you increase your earnings year after year after year, and you just start to reach these bigger numbers, right? Like you can't earn $50 million since 2010 and just not have the money start piling up at that point. So what's my point? You got to create a bigger shovel, a shovel so big that you can't spend it unless you're purposely being irresponsible. That's the first point. And the second point is speaking of that big shovel, 
when you create a bigger shovel, right? That's my metaphor for a tool to invest, right? The bigger the shovel, the more you can scoop. Well, when you learn how to create a bigger shovel and you got that bigger shovel to start investing with, then the seeds bear that passive fruit that much faster, that much bigger, that much quicker, right? If you're making 100 grand a year, you can free up some seeds and plant them. But if you're making a million dollars a year, think of all the extra seeds you can plant and how much faster they'll turn into a crop for you. So why do I share all of this? It's because I don't want you thinking that you don't have a shot of getting there. I don't want you to think you have to build and sell a big company or, or you're going to suffer the rest of your life. I don't want you to think you have to work forever. I don't want you to think that you got to find a way to earn $10 million a year or you're never going to get ahead. Yes, you do need to increase your earning as much as you can every single year. You must hold yourself to that standard. You must figure out how to, to crack into your highest earning potential every year and then raise that earning potential the next year. But it does not have to be a lottery ticket. It does not have to be one life-changing chunk. It does have to get there consistently over time. You know, you'll, you'll really overestimate what you can do in one year or in two years or in one big event. And you're gonna be praying for that big, you know, financial event forever. And it's just probably not gonna happen. So you'll overestimate what you can do in that year or two, but you underestimate what you can do over time with consistently over five years, over 10 years, over 15 years. Be consistent. Be insistent upon growing your earning potential. Try as hard as you possibly can, knowing you're doing it for the future. Plant those seeds responsibly and then figure out how you can plant more seeds the next year. That's the name of the game, guys. That's how you can get to a point where you know, down the road, if you want to cut back on the amount of time you're exchanging for, or you know, so you don't have to earn as much, well, you put yourself in position to do that. Whether you want to do it for personal reasons, great. Whether you want to do it like Lori and I are because we're, we're building these legacy companies and you need the time and energy, great. Whether you want to do it because you want to spend time with your, your family, great. Your kids, great. Do it now so you have those choices later. So you don't have that dream that enters your soul and say, oh, boy, I know this is my calling, but I can't do it. Start now. And here's the problem. People don't appreciate delayed gratification. I had to learn that the hard way to starting in 2009, 2010. People don't appreciate like what delayed gratification in spending and delayed gratification in saying, okay, I understand maybe this is not what I want for this year and for next year and year after that. But if I do these things, then five years, 10 years, 15 years, I'm going to have earned so much money that of course it just piled up on the side. And of course those seeds have turned into crop. Don't sell yourself short of that positioning, of that kind of choice. And if you want help boosting your income in your business, if you want help cracking that ceiling on your earning potential, that's what we've been doing in these two-day roundtables lately. And I'm thinking about doing a fall one. I'm thinking about pulling together an October, November type roundtable. If enough of you text me the word roundtable, then I'll do it. If there's enough demand, then I'll pull one more together, 15 people in person, two days, intimate, you're in the front of the room, we're all working on your business, one person at a time. 
it's honestly the best thing on the planet. So we'll leave it up to you guys if we do another one. If you text me the word roundtable to 310-421-0416, then if you do that, we'll host one in October, November. Again, text me the word roundtable to 310-421-0416. All right, guys. I hope you appreciate when we lift the curtain, when we're willing to share intimately the same things that we do with our dearest friends and and our highest paying clients. Because honestly, I I want a great life for everybody. You deserve it and you can get there, but it's not going to be handed to you. You got to make these right decisions ahead of time. And I wish someone would have told me when I was younger. I wish somebody told me where I didn't have to go through that in 2009. So let this be that for you. And as you know, when good people like you make that great money, you can do great things. Let's go. Love and appreciate you listening. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.